Clancy Pasta presents There's Something Wrong with Uncle Steve's Root Cellar Written by N.S. Lewis and narrated by Clancy Uncle Steve was getting old. His mind was still sharp as a whip, but decades of hard work and harder drinking had come round at last to collect the debt on his body. When Steve slipped on the ice a few months back and broke his hip, his daughter and my cousin Carolyn made the executive decision that it was the end of the road, as far as living in the house that he had built with his own hands went. It was too much living there alone at his age, having to feed a wood stove and climb the stairs each night to his bedroom. What happened if he fell again? There was nobody there to help him, and his nearest neighbors were a quarter of a mile through the woods. Steve held out for a month, but he had borne a woman every bit as fierce and stubborn as her father, and finally relented. Last week, Carolyn gave me a ring. She was always my favorite cousin, but I hadn't heard from her in a while, so I was afraid something was wrong. And boy, was I right. I need your help, Chris, she said when I answered, cutting right to it. How's that? I'm here trying to put Dad's house on the market, so I get the real estate agent over and she does a walkthrough. It's looking good, she says. You know Dad. He keeps up with the place. So when we get to the kitchen, looking good, looking good, she says, and then we're in the pantry area. She says it might not be a bad idea to get a new fridge, since the one Dad has is from prehistoric times. Then she says, what's that door? I tell her it's the root cellar. She wants to look inside, so I shrug and open the door. And... Carolyn stopped talking, and I heard this sound like a dog barking. Carolyn? Chris, I can't talk about it. I'm over here dry heaving just thinking about it. What? The root cellar? The fucking root cellar, yes. Ugh, listen. It has to go. The whole thing. Tear it down. Will you do it? The house sells, you get a cut. What's wrong with the root cellar? I asked. The root cellar in question was a little room built off the back of the house that stepped down below grade to a dirt floor. Mayette had always been an avid gardener, and, as mentioned, Steve had always been an avid drinker. So the cool room had served to store fruits and veggies from the garden, as well as backup cases of Miller High Life. I remembered a faint musky smell, but other than that, I thought it was an asset to the house, an attractive feature if somebody into gardening wanted to buy the place. It's... I heard that barking sound again. It needs to go, Chris. I'd hire somebody else, but cash flow is a little choked right now, and it's an embarrassment. Ugh, it's a goddamn horror show, is what it is. By this point, I was amused and curious. Plus, I'd do anything for Steve and Carolyn. Sure, I said. If you say it has to go, I'll tear it down. You're a mensch, said Carolyn. I'll have Evan and his friend help, too. Evan was Carolyn's 15-year-old son. How does this weekend look? I'll be there. Awesome. And Chris? Yo? Bring, you know, protection. Respirators, gloves, 
Maybe see about a full fucking hazmat suit. I'm not kidding around here. Saturday came around, and after I drove down Uncle Steve's long dirt driveway, I saw Carolyn, Evan, and Evan's friend standing there on the front porch. Dumpsters out back, said Carolyn, as I got out of my truck. I would highly recommend just going back and getting to work from the outside. No way, I said. I want to say hi to Uncle Steve first, and see what all the damn fuss is about. Your funeral said Carolyn. Can I see? asked Evan. Absolutely not. I walked in and found Steve at the kitchen table, reading the paper. He looked up and flashed a rare smile. Sorry to drag your ass out here, Rugrat, he said. He still called me that, after all these years. Guess I've torn off my last roof. Is it really that bad? Tis, said Steve. Best I can tell, some squirrels build a nest right in the vent. Been a while since I opened that door, you know. Since I had to kick the sauce. Don't think the place has seen a lick of fresh air in three years. Guess it got a little out of hand in there. Gonna go have a look, I said. It's rough in there, boy, said Steve, frowning. Not saying that lightly. Come on, can't be that bad. Flashlights in the drawer by the phone. Lights out in there, and no way in hell am I going in there to change the bulb. This gave me pause. Uncle Steve has been in Vietnam. He'd seen men blown apart, shot through the head, cut open from throat to belly button, and worse. And here he was telling me that he didn't have the stomach to go into the root cellar. So, it gave me pause, but also shot my curiosity up to an eleven. I found the flashlight, then walked over to the pantry. I clicked the light on and opened the thick, insulated door to the root cellar. The stench hit me. Mildew and death smushed together into one unholy smell as the door opened, and I puked right then and there all over the floor. And I saw that I wasn't the first person to do just that. The rancid air wafting from the root cellar was hot and humid, despite it being the middle of winter in the northeast and the room being unheated. I plugged my nose with one hand and shone the flashlight around with the other. Mushrooms. Everywhere. All over the floor, the walls, the ceiling. And spiders. Thousands of spiders. And then I saw something else, and puked all over again. It was a pile of dead squirrels. They had mushrooms growing out of their corpses, out of their dead mouths and their dead eye sockets. Enormous spiders crawled over it all. I slammed the door shut and choked down another wave of vomit. Told ya, said Steve. Fucking hell. I said. The plan, I decided, was to tear off the roof on Saturday, let the place air out for the night, and then finish up on Sunday. That was the plan. It didn't work out that way, though. Evan and his friend David were good workers. 
I had them down below, picking up the shingles that I tore away from the roof and carrying them to the dumpster. Then, once the shingles were stripped, it was time to start taking the roofing boards off. The first one came off with no effort at all. The nails were rusted, though, and the board was soft with rot. As soon as I peeled it back, the stench crept past the filters of the respirator, and I nearly fell off the ladder. Spiders crawled all over the board as I held it in my hand, and I dropped it to the ground, watching it flip through the air on the way down, exposing big, fleshy black mushrooms. Don't puke into your mask, I thought. It wasn't easy. I peeled off the next board and threw it to the ground. Then I heard it. Something was scampering around down there. Something much bigger than a spider. I tried to look in through the hole that I had created, but it was pure darkness down there. I stripped enough boards off so that some sunlight shone down into the dank and horrible root cellar. It couldn't see anything except mushrooms, spiders, and that pile of dead squirrels. But there was something else down there. I could feel it in my gut, and it didn't feel like anything good. Break time, I said, climbing down the ladder. I looked around. The boys had done a great job cleaning up. The ground was totally clear, except... Is that blood? I asked, pointing down at the snow. Just a scrape, said David, holding up his gloved hand, which was soaked red. Didn't even feel it. Come on, bud, I said, frowning. Let's get inside where it's warm and take a look. We walked around to the front of the house and went on in. Carolyn was sitting at the kitchen table, going through a box of Uncle Steve's papers. Done already? She said, raising her eyebrows. Jeez, cuss, just taking a break. David here cut his hand, I said. Oh no, said Carolyn, standing up. David, tell me you have your tetanus shot. Yeah, said David. Sure, it's nothing. Say, you got any soda around here? I'm pretty thirsty after all that work. Have a drink, get cleaned up, then I'll be good to go. I'll go check, said Carolyn. Oh, I can check, said David, smiling. He walked through the kitchen into the pantry. I heard him open up the fridge door. How's it going out there? asked Carolyn. All right, I said. Pretty nasty shit, but we're getting it done. Evan here is really pulling his weight. Carolyn smiled. Good boy. Whatever, said Evan. When I'm done, you're getting me a PlayStation, right? Depends on you, said Carolyn. If the house sells, then yes, which means if you do a good job cleaning up and make it look like that root cellar never existed. Then I caught a whiff of it. It was an unmistakable smell, one that I'll never forget. Uh, David? I said, standing up. What you up to, buddy? I walked around the kitchen island and looked into the pantry. David was standing there all right, 
in front of the root cellar door, which was now wide open. David slowly turned his head toward me. All you had to do was let it be, he said. It wasn't bothering you. You didn't have to destroy its home. What are you talking about, bud? I asked, trying to fight back the urge to puke from the smell. What's it? I thought back to that scampering sound that I had heard earlier. And why don't you go ahead and close that door? David stared at me for a moment, and then started gagging. I took a step back and watched dumbly as two black spider legs reached out of either side of his mouth. Then there were four legs, then six, then eight. Then the entire monstrous spider emerged. I took another step back. Something's wrong with David, I shouted. Then David's eyes started vibrating back and forth before they rolled back into his head. When they popped out of his face and a black mushroom shot out of each socket in lieu of the eyeballs, I turned and ran. I heard a thump as his body, or so I guessed, hit the ground. Now I could see Carolyn and Evan still at the kitchen table, and I could tell that they did not grasp the severity of the situation. David's dead! Get out! I yelled. Carolyn didn't need any more convincing. She stood up and yanked her son to his feet. She ran out of the kitchen and into the hallway. Where's Steve? I managed to ask, just as they were at the front door. Upstairs taking a bath. Then she was out the door with her son. I heard a shuffling behind me, growing closer, as I stood at the bottom of the stairs. I couldn't leave Uncle Steve, but it wouldn't do anybody good for both of us to get caught by whatever the hell was trying to catch us. As I considered my options in the span of three seconds, the stench became overwhelming, and I vomited the last bit of water out of my gut. I have a four-year-old daughter, and a wife, and a beautiful golden retriever, and Steve well, he was the best uncle a guy could ever have. He's lived a long life, I told myself. Steve! I shouted up the stairwell. Get out! Don't come downstairs! Use a window! I don't know if he heard me, but I knew that there was zero chance that old man would be climbing out any windows. I felt like shit. I turned and ran out the door. Carolyn was standing there, with her arms around Evan, both of them crying silently. It was very quiet, until we heard the screaming from upstairs. I thought that I could make out some splashing too, but it was hard to tell for sure. Either way, it didn't last long, and then everything was silent again. We've got to burn it down said Carolyn. I'm not going back in there, I said. It'll look bad if we just torch the place from the outside. We'll figure it out, she said. For now, 
Let's get the fuck out of here. We told the cops what happened. They didn't believe us at first, of course. But now, they believe us. It took three of them dying in some unimaginable way inside that house for them to believe us. But they believe us. They don't know what is going on any more than we do. We tried burning the place down from the outside. It doesn't work. Somehow, there's too much moisture in there, and we can never get a good flame going. We can't see inside the house anymore. There are now giant mushrooms growing on all of the window frames and mullions, and the glass is dripping with condensation, blocking the view. The roof to the root cellar that I tore off, it's been replaced with what looks like thick spider webs. All I know is that I'm done with it. I say just forget about it. Leave Uncle Steve's house and whatever's inside of it there, a ways in the wood, and just let it be. Some things were just not meant to be messed with. Not everybody agrees with me. Best of luck to them. I am done.